Hello, welcome to Life Coaching on the Move. I'm your host, Dawn Fisk. Welcome along. If you are a regular listener, thank you so, so much for coming back. It's great that you keep coming back. Um, The following is growing and growing every week, uh, which is excellent news. So I know you're putting word out there and you're sharing it and you're telling others about it and you're finding it useful. So that's really, really worthwhile for me to know Um, because it kind of confirms that this is the right thing for me to be doing because it's proving useful to people. If, however, you're um, new to the podcast, then welcome. This is me. Um, I talk um, and tell stories uh, of my life, depending on the subject or of those of the hundreds of clients I've coached over the last 17 years um, and share examples with you, really. Often I'm on a dog walk um, because it's where I'm most creative. I don't have a script. I don't follow any format. I just speak about a subject that I feel passionate about in that week, aiming to give you tips and techniques that you can use in your life uh, and apply and tailor it to your needs. Today we are talking about, in this week's episode, all about how to get more success in life, how for you to be more successful, how you can find more happiness and more joy. And who doesn't want a little bit more success or a little bit more happiness and joy in their lives? Um, so the aim of this week's episode is to give you some user-friendly tips and techniques that you can use um, going forward for you to find more success and happiness and joy. So I really, really hope it's useful to you. If it is, all I ask in return is that you share this on your social media. Um, uh, You tell people about it, maybe take a screenshot or help somebody to download it if they're not sure how to use podcasts. Um, The other thing to say, by the way, is that next week, very exciting week next week, because we're coming up for... um, Almost my first year's anniversary. I've been doing this almost for 52 episodes. I am next week having a guest on the show, a real live client um, who has found coaching useful, but she is going to be talking about her past story, all about moving country, setting up her own business, breaking away, not knowing the language, not knowing anybody, and just the struggle she's had and the progress she's made, all about resilience, coping, pushing yourself, learning confidence, learning so many life lessons. So please tune into next week's episode for my first ever live guest. So without further ado, let's crack on to this week's episode of Life Coaching on the Move. Just bear with me, there'll be a little bit of a gap and then it will launch. Today I'm talking about, well, a combination of things actually, all sorts, um, about success, um, about joy, about happiness, Um, all those things actually, if given a choice or a wish, uh, we would all opt to increase, I think. I think I'm fair to say that. I think there's very few people that would say, no thanks, I don't want more joy, I don't want more happiness, don't particularly want more success. Um, I think if if we could, we would. Um, And this today is about how we can for ourselves. We don't need a wish, we don't need a genie in a bottle. Um, Wouldn't that be great? But actually, well, we do have a genie in the bottle, actually, thinking about it. Um, It's us. It's us, as you know. um, From the theme of my previous podcasts, it's about us being in the driving seat. It's about us 
uh, making it happen. It's about taking control of our own lives and um, leading the way and not in fact sitting back and being powerless, sitting back and uh, hoping that the world does it for us, brings it to us, uh, does it to us. It doesn't. Um, The world doesn't give those things to us. It's about finding it within, within. That's where it is. So, for example, um, I want you to recall now a time when you were really, really, you achieved something great. You were really successful, really proud. You did it. You mastered it. Um, It was fantastic. You achieved it. What, what is it? I want you to recall now, because we've all got something, at least one thing, if not many more. In fact, actually, if you recall, can recall more than one, then do. Um, in fact, turn this podcast off for a moment, pause it, and sit down and really, really, properly, truly reflect back on your life. What time did you, uh, what occasion, where were you, what were you doing when you really, really did it I did it yes that feeling that kind of punch in the air feeling which by the way um I was reading somewhere the other day that even people who are born without sight um who have never ever seen this themselves um still put their arms up in a kind of punch punch in the air big a sign um you know both arms up one arm up in triumph even though they've never seen it, they still universally do that. Um, so when have you felt like that? When have you done that? How many times? Where were you? What was it that you had achieved? Okay, so if you've got at least one um, and you've taken yourself back there, can you feel it? Can you, does it make you smile? Does it make you... have? Has just recalling it, by the way, um, given you that same sense? Have you enjoyed it again? Does it make you feel good? Just recalling it. And if you can, ramp up that feeling now as if you've got a remote control and you can press the volume up plus button or the clarity button or the brightness button. You know, turn all of those things up. When you recall that feeling, that event, that time, is is there any sound? Can you hear yourself say anything? Can you hear anybody else say anything? Uh, is there a conversation going on? If so, turn up the volume. If there's a feeling inside, where is it? Is it in your head? Is it in your gut? Is it all over? Is it overwhelming? If so, turn that intensity up. Uh, are there colours? Can you recall colours, images? Turn up the clarity, the brightness, all of it. I want you to really let that moment wash over you again. Isn't it weird how actually, by doing that, you can really, really, really tap into that? And why wouldn't you? Doesn't that make you feel good? That's like a little tonic straight away. Proof, by the way, that we can choose what to focus on and that the thoughts and things that we run through our head, the patterns that we run through our head, the thoughts uh, provoke emotions, which I've always said to you. And now by you focusing on something that was great, it was a great time, real sense of accomplishment and achievement and pride and joy, you instantly can feel that again. Um, 
And that's what choosing our mood is all about, actually, is choosing what we reflect on, what we think about, what we run in our head. I could have told you to focus on something when you failed, when you felt awful. You'd let yourself down or you felt you'd let others down. You felt a bit rubbish or disappointed. No, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to because that, it, it again, would trigger all of those negative emotions and change how you feel and change your emotions. I don't want you to do that. This is a feel-good podcast. I want to you to see how we can train our brains to focus on the good and therefore make us feel good. So, um... So you've got yourself an example and it has immediately taken you back to that great feeling. You immediately feel pride, sense of achievement. You feel good, brilliant. If we could bottle that, that would be excellent. But you can. It's just about what you run through your head. So that's my first thing today is um, by focusing on the right things, you get the right feelings. However, I want to take a, a deeper Um, look at that example. The example that you've just recalled of your success and your accomplishment and your positivity and the real sense of pride. What was it that you were doing? What what had you just achieved? Was it landing a phenomenal job? Was it doing a fantastic presentation that you were really nervous about but you absolutely loved it? Was it some kind of physical act? Uh, Had you been training for, I don't know, a marathon or a phenomenal bike ride or something like that where you perhaps have got loads of sponsorship and you were going to have to raise lots of funds um, and you, you were nervous and you didn't know if you could do it uh, but you did it and you crossed that finishing line and you achieved it or you did that parachute jump or was it uh, somebody that you had really really liked admired fancied from a distance for a long long time a real crush uh, you were falling for them big time, but you never thought anything could happen. And then it did. And you ended up in a relationship with that person and you fell in love. And was it that, that great feeling? Um, was it the nerves of becoming a parent? You know, excited, trepidation, terror. Is this, am I going to be any good at this? Oh my God. You know, all of that for the nine months before the baby arrives and then the baby arrives. What, what was it? Because I'm certain most of those events, they have mixed emotions beforehand, don't they? They have excitement, nerves, anticipation, uh, worry, all of those mixed uh, uh, doubt, self-doubt. Will I be able to do it? Can I run that marathon? What if it hurts? What if I fail? What if... I, you know, what if I, I'm not a good parent? Would so mixed, mixed emotions, which again is a great indicator that actually it doesn't matter. You have those mixed emotions. Of course, there are worries and concerns and fears and self-doubt, and there's excitement and can't wait and it's going to be brilliant and bring it on and etc. So mixed emotions doesn't make something a bad thing by any means. So we also have to learn from that now going forward that when we set our sights on something now going forward, it doesn't mean it's wrong if we have mixed emotions. It doesn't mean it's not right if we're worried, nervous, fearful, self-doubting. On the contrary, one of your biggest accomplishments in your past 
had those mixed emotions. But it happened. You did it. You achieved it. It was phenomenal. It still has the power to make you feel good now. And yet, if you listen to those fears and doubts and self-insecurities... And you'd really let those get a hold of you, you wouldn't have gone forward, you wouldn't have done it, you wouldn't have achieved it. So, going forward, don't be put off by the fact that you have those worries. That's fine. Uh, The great book title, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, is absolutely true. Great book, by the way, if you want to read something. Um, Do, yes, feel the fear, but do it anyway. Still stand up and be the best man and give a great speech. Or still stand up and do that presentation or that charity parachute jump or uh, climb Kilimanjaro or whatever it is. Or go for that date. Or whatever. It's very personal to you. There'll be many, many things. Start that business. Give it a go. Change job. Take that phenomenal role. Even though you feel mixed emotions and bits of self-doubt and insecurities, it doesn't make it wrong. Feel the fear do it anyway. Uh, Courageous people and confident people aren't people who have no fear. Absolutely not. It's not that they're confident and therefore fearless. And it's not that they don't have self-doubts. It's not that they don't lack a little bit of confidence. No. It's just that they break through it, they push through it, they embrace it and they carry on. They don't give in to it. They don't let that hold them back. They still have those feelings, but they're not prisoner to them. That's the difference. We all have those worries. Um, Of course we do. It's our fight or flight. It's our survival. Are we in danger? Is this a dangerous situation? Um, But the truth is, what is the worst that could happen? Is anybody going to die? Is anybody going to get hurt? Majority of the time, absolutely not. No. The worst thing that's going to happen is it might not work. Uh, You know, it might not be the right thing for you, etc. And most of the time, you can do something about that anyway and change course if that were the reality. Often, it's not the reality. It's just in our heads. That wasn't where I was going to go either. So you've got your example of that phenomenal achievement, that phenomenal accomplishment where you were so, so mixed emotions beforehand and felt so great afterwards, so proud. Um, What I want you to really do, we're back on course now, is to think about how did you do it? How? Break it down into steps. Again, you may want to pause the podcast because I want you to break down how it all started did someone suggest this idea? Did you read it? Did you get a, a, a light bulb moment? Was it a slow burner? Was it something you'd always wanted to do? Uh, was it a certain significant birthday and you thought, right, I'm going to do it now. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. What was it? How did the decision come about? Because for one thing that is absolutely sure, there must have been a decision somehow. Maybe a mate goaded you along or dared you or uh, twisted your arm and talked you into it. Maybe it was something you always wanted to do. Maybe it was a scenario that got so bad that you had to do something about it, and that's how this thing happened. Maybe you're in a move-away-from person. Maybe things were just so boring, so uh, unfulfilling, so you could take no more that it spurred you into changing course, changing direction. 
maybe you signed up for college and went back and learnt, re-trained because things were so bad. What, What was it, first of all, that made you make that decision? Um, And then, once you've worked out what the spur was, what the kick was, or or whatever, what was the driver, what was the motivating force, then think about how you then went about it. What were your steps? How did you make it happen? You know, break it down. Because if you can work out how you've been successful in the past, what it took to make that decision. What, because first of all, it's dependent on a decision, your commitment. So how did you go about that? Second, it was dependent then on momentum, on passion, on enthusiasm, on some energy. Things will only move, a ball will only move with a push and some energy. You know, a ball, if you, if you tap a ball at the top of a hill, it then starts to roll and it will then pick up speed and energy. Um, so what was it that tapped your, the, the tennis ball at the top of that hill for you? And then how did you pick up momentum and energy on that course, on that path? Was it if it was going for a new job, how did you go about it? What was your momentum and your energy behind the job search? I want you to break down what what the energy was. If it was a uh, I don't know a fitness thing, a marathon or something, did you did you download a plan? Did you follow a plan religiously to every step, or did you talk to other people, or did you get a personal trainer? You know, how did you go about it? Um, and then I want you to also think how did you overcome your self doubts, your moments of. Is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, The moments of where it hurt, maybe physically, maybe mentally. Um, Maybe it involved, uh, maybe you had to leave home for a while and get away from, or had to be away from family to endeavour to pursue that career. Was there homesickness? Were there difficulties? You know, how did you overcome the obstacles that came your way on on that course, on that direction, that path? Uh, because then we're looking at your resilience, aren't we? We're looking at how you overcome negativity, how you handle that. Because if you know that, you can draw on that again. So what we're doing here, we're looking at how you've achieved greatness in the past, how you made the decision to do it, how you got started, how you picked up energy, how you overcame issues and obstacles and you bounced back and you were resilient and how you actually got to the end point of that success and that absolute joy and that uh, real sense of achievement and accomplishment. Because, and the reason why we're doing this, is because if you've done it before, you can do it again. (laughs) And if you know how you did it before, and it's tried and tested for you, you can replay that and do it again. It's the benefit of hindsight, reflection, all of which we've talked about on the podcast before. If you have done something that you feel so good about in the past, you now can do it again 
in a similar way on another topic in another area by following the format that works for you. So when I said at the beginning here that we're focusing on how to be more successful, how to be happier, how to have more joy, that's how. You know how because you've done it in the past. So by thinking of good things, first of all, and running those thoughts in your head, you feel good. Similarly, if I got you to think of negative things, I would have got a very negative feeling in you. We don't want to do that. So first, how to achieve happiness and joy is to train your brain, is to focus on happy things and joyful things. It's to get you to think about and um, spend time with happy thoughts whether it's in the past, whether it's in the future, looking forward to something. I often think the best part of a holiday is having it booked and looking forward to it. Um, Getting all your holiday clothes ready, um, checking out all the, uh, you know, the activities that are there, booking up activities, route planning, um, all of those sorts of things. That's half the joy of the holiday is looking forward to it. But you're not actually there. You're not actually having that holiday yet. Um, but it's the thought of it. It's a bit like if, if you were told or you checked your numbers or something. I don't do the lottery, but let's say you, I did and I checked my numbers today and I worked out, oh my word, I have, well, that's it, I've won. I've won and uh, it says that I've won the bonus of a, thousand, uh, a million pounds, let's say. Um, I would feel all sorts of emotions about that win now, and yet I haven't got the money yet. Uh, so it's a thought. It's not actually the reality. It's the thought that I've, you know, I have no money worries. It's all over. I don't need to worry about this. I don't need to worry about that. And I'll buy so-and-so this, and I'll treat them to that, and I'll book this. You know, you've done all of that in your mind. It's the thought of it that brings joy as well as the reality of it. So it's the excitement of the holiday. Um, when I was booking my, uh, my second wedding, uh, just a couple of years ago, it was only two and a bit years ago, um, it was su- such an exciting time just building up to it. And anybody that um, has had a wedding, even if you're just the guest, actually, is the, the picking of your outfit, it's getting ready, it's deciding how you're going to have your hair, what colour shoes you're going to have, or uh, which table are we sat on, who are we with, or whatever. It's the looking forward to it, as much as the event. So we need to do more of that. If that's what brings us happiness, we need to make ourselves do that. We're in the driving seat of our lives. Life doesn't happen to us. We've got to live life. Um, So if you want more happiness, that's how we've got to train our brain. Those are the sorts of things we've got to do. Um, If you want more joy, it's about appreciating those things while we're in that moment and appreciating them when we reflect back on them and training our brain to focus on those good things, to recall those successes, those great moments of happiness. Um, It's training our mind to focus on the small things, just as you're nodding off at night. I love, just as I'm going to sleep at night, thinking about the day, recalling the day and thinking, what were the good things today? What were the really lucky, fortunate things? Um, Those little moments of, I was so lucky I dodged the rain today. I didn't get stuck in it when I was unloading all the shopping and um, 
went to the supermarket and just as I finished unloading the boot of the car, the heavens opened. Phew. Um, it's just making yourself be grateful for the small things, be happy for the small things, laugh at them. Um, of course, we could focus on the doom and gloom. We could put the news on and listen to all the terror that's going on at the moment, the angst and the anger in the world and the upset and the worries and all the problems in the world. Of course, we could do that if we want. <laughs> of course. How is that going to make us feel, though, just before we go to sleep? Or we could watch some comedy. Or, um, you know, we're in charge. That's the point. Today's subject is basically we're in charge. And it is, as I said last week, it's about choices. Last week's episode, I said that confidence really is a typo. It starts with the same letter. But really, I believe confidence is, is about the choices that we make. And it's exactly the same on this subject In fact, it's the same full stop, I think. It's about the choices that we make. What do we focus on? What do we want to remember and draw on? What do we want to decide for the future? So, if you didn't do this at the time, I recommend that you seriously, seriously sit down and recall some great, great moments of real sense of achievement and success. Bring that feeling back and let it flood over you a little bit like the old Ready Brick ad advert i'm showing my age here you may not know what i'm talking about but uh, an advert for porridge used to have the children or the people with a red glow all around them as they walked off after having their nice warm early porridge in the morning for breakfast they would set them up warm with this glow or for the rest of the day so it's a bit like that glow um so Go out there, do the exercise and decide what you're going to make those choices. Focus on the right things, feel the right way and decide that you can be much more successful. What I would really like for you to do is to recall how successful you've been in the past and how you've accomplished something and now think about in the future, what do you want to achieve in the future? And if there's something that you've been toying with, you'd like to do, I've always wanted to do so and so, why have I never done that? Why have you never done that? Go for it. Do it. Make it happen. Draw on the same approach that you've used in the past. Go out there this week and make a decision that you're going to make yourself do something. Push yourself. Get that sense. Who doesn't want that feeling back again? Who doesn't want to have more successes in their bank? Because the more memories we have in our bank of, I can do this, I did that, I can cope with this, I cope with that then uh, you've got a, like a reserve. You've got them banked up credits in your bank. Um, and we're adding to our memories all the time. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, when we're that ripe old age of 96 in our nursing home, reflecting back on our life, I believe we all want to reflect back on a fulfilled life, a life where we have pushed ourselves, we have achieved, we do feel proud. I would hate to get to 96 and look back, I think. Oh, I always wanted to do so and so. Why didn't I ever do such and such? I wished I'd done X, Y and Z. It's too late then for most of us. So um, let's make it happen now. Okay, so that's this week's episode. I hope that's helpful. I hope it encourages you to get out there and grab life by the throat and just live life to the full with happiness and joy. Um, I have two courses looming, by the way, just a very quick announcement. Um, I am going down just because of 
popular demand really down group coaching sessions because it's cheaper for you um, and they're small groups so don't be overwhelmed by that or frightened they're on zoom um, there's one on stress management that's a three-week one hourly course over three weeks and there's a seven-week life skills and confidence group coaching they are up to eight people at a time I put a ceiling on it so that it's not difficult to manage over Zoom and so it's not overwhelming for you as a participant. And it means that you can... The great thing about group coaching, which I love, is that people learn from each other and get comfort from the fact that they're not alone in this. Oh, my word, that person feels like that. I think that too, or I struggle with that too. It's very reassuring, very comforting. Um, It's a great way forward and it's more cost-effective for you guys because I can spread the cost around more people over a longer period so it's very very financially um uh, wise <laughs> so check out the website out or email me my email address is dawn at milestone-coaching.co.uk and my website address is www.milestone-coaching.co.uk you can contact me via either of those routes in the website it says workshops click on the workshop tab and you've got the information there the stress management workshop starts on monday 22nd of june for three weeks at 7 p.m british summer time Um, Whereas the Life Skills and Confidence course starts on Tuesday, the 23rd of June at 7.30. And that's over seven weeks. So that finishes uh, on August the 4th, I think. Um, So it will be great to have an opportunity to work with you and encourage you and get you where you want to be much, much more successfully than this sort of... The podcast is great, I hope hope it helps you, but it's a kind of sheep-dip approach and it's not, it's not always what you need, whereas the group coaching is much more tailored to what you bring to the table and we address those issues. So it's very, very specific and you take away what you need from them. So it would be just so exciting to be able to actually meet you and work with you. So drop me a line. Um, And if not, take care. Have a fantastic week. And I'll speak to you next week on Life Coaching on the Move.